Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Thursday, June 15th. I'm Steve Baker. Oakland A's fans stage a reverse boycott. More on that later after regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley. Today, sunny and a high of 82. Tonight, mostly clear, low 60. Friday, 85 and sunny. For Sacramento, today, 91 and sunny. Tonight, low 58, mostly clear. Friday, sunny and 92. And for Turkey Tahoe, today, sunny and a high of 73. Tonight, mostly clear, low 41. Friday, 74 and sunny. Placerville today, generally sunny despite some afternoon clouds, high 83. Angels Camp today, mainly sunny, high 88. Well, Oakland A's baseball fans had good news and bad news Tuesday night. The good news, an organized reverse boycott brought in the largest crowd of the year, nearly 28,000 fans shouting, sell the team, and many wearing similar t-shirts. They don't want the team to leave Oakland and move to Las Vegas. On the field, the A's, losing games at a season-record pace until now, won their seventh game in a row. This one against Tampa Bay, the team with the best record in Major League Baseball. Fans wanted to show baseball that the fans didn't abandon in the A's. The ownership abandoned us, one of the organizers told the San Francisco Chronicle. And this from the Chronicle sports columnist Ann Killian. Tuesday night's Oakland A's game at the Coliseum was strange, raucous, and bittersweet. The parking lot was lining up at 3.30, a mixture of highly motivated A's diehards and young fans of twice a Korean girl pop band playing the arena next door. Friends who had been tailgating for decades got to hug, chant, sell the team, and hold up signs about owner John Fisher and team president Dave Caval. Families brought three generations of A's fans, toasts were made, joints were passed. And Oakland Mayor Sheng Tao uh, showed up in the parking lot in her A's gear and, t- and addressed fans. She later sat in the right field bleachers. Her editorial in the Wall Street Journal, The A's Need a Home, May I Suggest Oakland, offered a vigorous defense of the city as a baseball town. Her hardball stance against negotiating with the A's while they have one foot out the door has been popular. And the Coliseum crowd poured into the old concrete bowl, though thousands were stuck outside in traffic thanks to the K-pop band and almost certainly the unprepared staffing at the Coliseum. The announced crowd was over 27,000, but who knows how many folks had, who had hoped to buy tickets when they arrived were mired in the gridlock. So yes, it was an impressive showing. The only bad thing was putting money in Fisher's pocket, and the way the A's handled even that angered a lot of fans. And either a belated attempt at some sort of goodwill in Oakland, or far more likely an effort to prove to Las Vegas that they are actually the good citizens they claim to be in their testimony, the A's announced that all ticket revenue from Tuesday's game would go to the Alameda County Community Food Bank and the Oakland Public Education Fund. Before the game, it flashed on the scoreboard that over $800,000 would be donated, infuriating many of the organizers of the reverse boycott who felt the A's were trying to take credit for something fan-created. Tuesday night was a reminder of what the A's have in Oakland, the energy, the vibe, the deep, deep roots. And when, at the top of the fifth inning, to commemorate the team's 55 years in Oakland, the 27,000-plus fans stood in absolute silence. It was a stark reminder of what could happen next emptiness. At nearly the same time, ESPN was reporting the Nevada Senate passed a $380 million bill on Tuesday to help fund a new stadium for the athletics in Las Vegas, the first step toward the expected move of the franchise from Oakland. 
After days of questioning from lawmakers about the wisdom of using public tax dollars to support a team owned by billionaire Fisher, two amendments to the bill added Tuesday morning prompted a 13-8 to vote in favor of the project, according to ESPN. While multiple steps remain to finalize the A's move, the passage of Senate Bill 1 in a special session called by Governor Joe Lombardo, a proponent of Las Vegas adding a baseball team to the NHL Golden Knights and NFL Raiders, paves the way for it to happen. If the 42-person Nevada Assembly approves it by a majority vote and Lombardo signs the bill into law, Major League owners plan to authorize the A's to relocate and end the team's half-century-plus-long tenure in Oakland. The passage of the Senate bill came on the same day A's fans held a so-called reverse boycott in which they showed up to the Coliseum wearing shirts that said sell and encouraged Fisher to unload the team rather than move it. A's fans have abandoned the team this season after a Fisher-forced fire sale led to a depleted roster and the worst record in baseball at 18-50. and 50. Instead of a potential expansion team, Las Vegas would inherit the A's who have proposed a 30,000-seat stadium that would be the smallest in Major League Baseball on a nine-acre plot at the site of the Tropicana Hotel on the Las Vegas Strip. The original bill did not include specifics on the stadium site, which changed after the A's announced in April they'd had a binding agreement for a larger parcel of land. It's time for a pair or so of California morning briefs. Governor Gavin Newsom appearing on Hannity on Fox News, insisting that President Biden was physically fit for a second term while refusing to say whether supporters had urged him to run against Biden in 2024. In right to housing, California lawmakers are trying to enshrine a right to housing in the state's constitution, Kale Matters is reporting. Citing economic hardship, the Los Angeles Times announced that it would cut more than 10% of its newsroom jobs. And here's a KVMR community event reminder. Color Me Human and Friends will host the third annual Juneteenth Potluck Picnic in Nevada City's Pioneer Park this Saturday, June 17th from noon to 3 p.m. The community gathering is an opportunity to relax with old friends and make new friends. This year's theme is Freedom is a Promise and a Responsibility. Bring a dish to share. All ages are welcome. Pioneer Park picnic area left by the creek. Accessed via lower parking lot on Park Avenue. Info, colormehuman.org. Birthdays today include guitarist Leo Nocentelli of The Meters at 77 and singer Steve Walsh of Kansas turning 72. Actress Julie Haggerty, best known for her role in Airplane, is now 68. And now how about a big howdy duty to Paul Barbieri here on your Thursday morning show. He's ready to create some musical mayhem right now. <laughs> 